0: hello hello and welcome to another episode of soul purpose this is episode 10 so this is finally our first episode in the double digits um thank you for coming along and lending me an ear so let's get into it so i feel like i have definitely changed as a person i've been thinking about You know, my current habits and trying to break the bad ones and trying to align with a new identity I'm trying to create for myself here and looking inwards and, you know, trying to sort through all that internal garbage that needs to be having some spring cleaning to it. I realized that nursing has definitely changed me in more ways than I realized primarily So first, I feel like I've become very, not more serious, I would say more stoic and calm than usual. I feel like I'm not so sporadic and kind of going all over the place and happy-go-lucky, kind of. I feel like I've more toned down and become a more docile version of that if that makes sense and I feel like it's kind of been making me feel weird because I'm used to being like hyper and happy-go-lucky down for anything ready and I still kind of am but I feel like for some reason it just feels like I'm changing or transitioning into another form of that but maybe more age-appropriate I don't know because especially, like, my birthday is going to be coming up pretty soon. And I can tell because it's already been my mom's birthday and then my sister's birthday. And I'm always used to, because we're all pretty close in the months, like, my mom and my sister are both born in May. And me and my dad, we are both born in August. So I know after Miko's birthday, usually that's when me and my dad start to celebrate our birthdays. And so, like thinking about 24 coming to an end for me and now going into 25 looking at it it kind of makes more sense to me that when I turn 25 I will finally feel like a full-fledged 24 year old because I had a year of being 24 you know what I mean like whenever we have a birthday we celebrate now being 25 but we don't acknowledge it like Maybe now I'm celebrating finishing 24 and now I'm a 24-year-old feeling like I'm going to start (laughs) transitioning into what a 25-year-old would feel. I don't know if I'm being too obnoxious into like getting into age and stuff like that, but I feel like, um, especially being alone, I feel like I'm starting to become a little bit more not serious but obviously when you grow up and your parents aren't taking care of you anymore you kind of have to learn how to do it yourself and be your own adult and be self-sufficient and stuff and I feel like for me it's easier to do all that stuff when I have more of a serious take on life like I haven't been to work in about seven no yeah about seven days now like a week and I mean I'm not complaining I actually do like being off for a long period of time but because then I have I haven't gone to work I feel like I've had a lot of time just to like sit and vacation and not really do anything serious required of work or like prepping for it cooking for it having like the kind of mental tax that can happen from it. And I would like to say I feel very well rested. I feel like I'm taking my little sexy, mysterious gap year and retiring early as well. So it does feel really nice because I kind of do feel like I'm living my best life. But at the same time, what's weird is thinking about it really like my life is going really great right now and I know inside deep down I'm very very happy and grateful to be where I'm at and then at the same time there's something in me that's making me look at it and kind of tinge it with some blue glasses. I'm having difficulty celebrating my accomplishments and celebrating myself. It's funny because like when I'm around other people version of me that is like very very happy and thankful and confident and funny <clears> that she kind of comes out when people are around but then when I'm on my own I feel like it's difficult for me to like engage with myself or celebrate myself um, because I'm always thinking about the fact that I'm alone And I don't know why that has such an impact on me, just me being alone and how it like kind of paints it in a negative light for me. But it's funny because I feel like I do prefer to be alone. I enjoy the company and all that stuff. But I think what has been something I've been heavily thinking about when I'm on my own is that in between doing activities I love like <clears throat> like reading, journaling, um, taking myself out, cooking, and cleaning my house. I feel like um, in between me doing that, I'm just trying to avoid thinking about the fact of my circumstances, which is weird. <clears throat> That for as much as what's going good for me right now, it's just the fact that I'm alone that makes me feel kind of sad. Um, I don't quite understand it yet, and I've been trying to think about it here and there. So I've uh, put together a list of what is a comfort to me because I feel like I'm always feeling uncomfortable for some reason. And so I th- I took a test online with the American Psychology Association for anxiety and I scored moderately severe anxiety which surprised me a little bit because you know of how functioning I really am and push myself to be and externally you can see I can see all the accomplishments and the keep up and the hard work around me but on the inside it feels very it feels very oh shit Milo just fucking bumped into my mic he's my emotional support animal but um yeah I don't know it definitely feels weird to have scored that because the result was also prompting like oh this uh test result is serious enough that you should consider going to your doctor. And I was like, bro, that's scary. Um, working in the hospital has also made me scared of being in the medical system. I know I'm not going to get admitted to the hospital for a funky ass brain, but the thought of dealing with like medications and insurance and, uh, kind of upkeep, For my brain is scary. I'm really thankful I have a fairly healthy body, but I guess my mind isn't that healthy, guys. Whoops. So I'm gonna list out what I think is a comfort to me to think about because I've been trying to make myself feel more relaxed. Relax has definitely been something that I've been struggling to do for a while like um, my back is very tense, my shoulders are always hunched up, like I'm shrugging my shoulders all the time. And uh, I think I've been feeling that stress. So first off on my list here, we have big heavy blankets. So even if it's summertime, even if I'm already hot, I want at least two blankets on me, One has to be, like, really fluffy and soft, and the other one has to not grab at whatever blanket I'm using. Like, they have to be, like, slick against each other, if that makes sense. But I really do love being under a blanket. I even have, like, an electric heated blanket that I use in the wintertime when it's cold, and occasionally in the spring when I'm still cold. And it's the best thing ever because I just, like, turn it on, and it's already warm, and, you know, I don't have to use my energy to be warm if I'm laying on something that's warm already. So that's a pretty good purchase that I did. Another comfort of mine is um, when I see people just walking their dog and stuff and you know um, I see them like stopped or something and they stop so that they can give their dog a pet I don't know what it is about it but it just makes it seem uh so comforting to me because I'm just like wow this person was on a walk and they just thought their dog was so cute they just had to pet their dog like how human is that another one that's also pretty niche is um when people honk really obnoxiously in the merging tunnel from the 405 north to the 5 north usually it happens around traffic time and rush hour but when you go through the tunnel that underpass um people just honk really obnoxiously loud even like big trucks do it when they're not you know because like big trucks aren't really allowed to honk unless it's like a major accident because of how loud their horns are But I really love when people do that and I definitely do participate as well. Another one is um, like ambient lighting. I don't really like overhead lighting too much. I feel like in my house, the most lights I've used is like the lights that are under my cabinets and my lava lamp, my glitter lava lamp that's also in the living room. And Miko also gave me like a, one of those sunset lights that are pretty viral like on TikTok and for ambiance and everything. So I have that downstairs as well and I love how lighting can make something like look so homey. It gives it like a little, um, a little atmosphere about it that you can kind of get lost into. So I really like ambient lighting. I never really like to use the, what is that? The like ceiling lighting too much. Cause I like warm light more than like white lighting. Cause white lighting kind of just reminds me of like the hospital. <laughs> uh, other than that, uh, what else brings me comfort here? Um, uh. As we know, I am a veteran avid eraser collector The brand Iwako, I-W-A-K-O, that brand of erasers had a really strong grip on me when I was in middle school. And I would use whatever money I had from like my $5 allowance every week and save it up and buy that expensive ass erasers just so I could play with them. Because the, the thing with these erasers is they're not like a normal like pink eraser or stuff like that. You can they're pretty detailed. They come in like food, like cakes and traditional Japanese meals. Cause it's a Japanese brand. They have stuff like a little cooking stuff, vegetables, and they have like a diversity of erasers that are really detailed. And you can also like pull them apart and assemble them back together, which I don't know. It was like the permanent combination of stuff where it was like soft Material, but the labels on it would be specific, or the shape of it would be pretty specific. So it'd be like a miniature. And I really like miniature things. Like, if I could probably see like a dollhouse diorama that's like really detailed, kind of like in the Studio Ghibli movie, The Secret or The Secret Life of Arietti. I love miniature stuff, man. And I don't know what it is, but I remember I used to play with those erasers a lot in middle school just in front of my desk, and I would organize them by like genre and sometimes color and then what I would do is I would just like play with random ones while I was like watching like anime or watching like a movie or tv or something which I think is kind of funny um another thing that brings me comfort is my collection of journals I'm really glad that I've been able to keep journaling kind of like a, it was before kind of more intermittent on and off kind of hobby Like in middle school, I have maybe one, a diary that I would like write in like every month or so. It wouldn't be too frequent, but the journal entries that I would put would be really long, like five pages or something like that. I had a lot to say. Um, And then after, I think starting in community college, I got more into logging things more consistently. And funnily enough, like the reason why I started journaling too was to like kind of document relationship drama so I could have it like written (laughs) because I was really big on like romance and stuff like that and I was like might as well log into here whatever tea I got so I do have some old records I think starting in 2015 is the earliest journal I have that was like senior year of high school for me transitioning into community college anyways other than so yeah I do pretty much frequently journal now I would say at least like two to three times a month I have some sort of entry and I find that me logging it in like the frequency kind of changes with my mood as well like I have more diary entries that maybe are like a little bit more negative and corresponding when I'm in kind of a depressed mood where I think I need help And I think it's because, you know, journaling lets me dump out whatever toxic tea is brewing in my brain at the moment. And it really helps me to kind of physically let go like onto paper, like what I'm feeling, which is like something abstract on the inside and turning it into something concrete that I can look at the words and close the book and just like let it, let it out. So that's something I like as well as my library. I feel like the the thing with reading is that I get really into phases where I'll binge read and finish a book in a couple of days, maybe do that three times in a row. And then maybe like the fourth book doesn't hit as well, or I'm, I'm hitting some sort of like, um, like reading fatigue. And so like I go for maybe like a month or two, even without reading. And then that month or two makes me like, like breaks down my Uh, confidence as being like an avid reader because I'm like shit like I haven't read in like a month like what kind of reader am I like usually the people I see around like influencers and YouTubers I watch who like to talk about books they're fucking finishing like three books a week and I'm like bro like how are you doing that like maybe just the frequency at which they do it makes it more easier for them to do it more frequently and in larger quantities and that's the kind of media they actually prefer but for me I'm a material man like I like to dip into all kinds of media like I'm I'm gonna start watching Sex in the City because I just need a show to have that's really long and has that old 90s aesthetic from like east coast kind of thing like 30 Rock did that for me and what else was on the east coast how i met your mother um of course there was friends as well but other than that um the office is also on the east coast so those are like shows with like a long running that are like pretty classic where somebody kind of knows at least a little bit of something about it so sex in the city was my poison and i'm gonna be watching that so we'll see if that becomes my media of the week because so far it's pretty lit Um, There are some pretty, in the first episode alone, there's like one pretty dated joke that I think that humor probably wouldn't pass today. But, you know, that's the magic of older times, right? We just got away with different things. So other than that, I am also watching the new Stranger Things as well. Um, Another show... It's also It's California-based, though, so not East Coast, but, you know, it's based in a specific time period. I think I really appreciate, like, certain time periods because it just, I feel like watching, like, stuff based in the 90s just brings me, like, some sort of comfort, like, 90s to the pre, pre-teen thousands, like the, yeah, just the thousands in general. Um I kind of forgot what I was talking about, but anyways, yeah, so I have been dealing with some sort of identity, not identity crisis, because I, I know who I currently am for the most part right now and who I want to be, so I'm just heading in a general con, con, um, consensus like direction of like where I want to be at a certain point of time. But I think uh, uh, while I'm trying to understand myself so that I can change, like, you know, break myself down, not in a bad way, but like to see like what I'm working with here so that I know what kind of what I'm working with so that I can, you know, build up and use, keep what I want to keep and let go of what needs to be let go of. Um, But looking at myself now, I feel like I'm, um, my monkey brain is just like too, small to kind of understand like the kind of identity um breakthrough I'm going through right now because I'm just like oh I thought I was this person but looking all the shit that's inside me I'm this kind of person and what can I use from that person to become the person I want to become I don't know if that was too long of a thought tree to follow but basically I'm just like damn this really is the person that I am and I'm just like hmm pretty interesting, pretty interesting. Um, but I do kind of enjoy the route that I'm on right now in the journey. And I know that, you know, the difficult days and stuff I'm going through right now are just building me into a better person, a better version, a higher version of myself, hopefully. Um, and it's kind of funny because I feel like when I'm I find myself like talking into the mic now, I feel like more of like a serious stoic like presence with wisdom and blah blah blah. But um I don't know, I feel like I'm maturing in front of my own eyes and it's weird to see because I'm like bro like we aren't that serious so why are you acting like that and like at the same time I'm like I am serious I'm like don't got the energy to be like that but I'll act like that when I want to but not all the time so that's me how are you go ahead Okay. Interesting. Interesting. If you really want to tell me, just text me. But yeah, anyways, I was actually kind of looking at like the numbers of this podcast and you know, it's not crazy, but what I do like to look at, what I do like to look at is like the top locations of where y'all are downloading my podcast. And funnily enough in first, I mean, in third place, like with, the, with consistent downloads every week for all of my episodes. Somebody is downloading me in, in Belgium. Like it says here, Belgium, the country, Brussels, the city, uh, a, really, uh, a really even nine downloads so far. And then probably 10 after this one, but holy shit, who are you? how did you find me? Like I, I'm, I'm so curious because I look at the map here, um, of what countries are like listening. And Belgium is like, it doesn't even look like a hacker. Like it's literally like somebody is, somebody is listening to me out there. Hi. I, um, don't know too much about Belgium. My apologies, but, um, Hey, if you want to talk, uh, my Instagram is G's Louise, uh, G's J with five E's, a Z, and then my first name Louise. So that's pretty crazy. I don't know. I don't know how you found me, but that's really cool. Shout out to Belgium. And then other than that, surprisingly, my other, the number one location of downloads is actually Valencia. So probably most of you, I already know. Nice to see you. Thank you for listening. I really appreciate you coming onto this side of media, but, um, let's kind of get into my media of the week, shall we? So for my first song, I'm going to recommend a song that is an instrumental song, more kind of ambient sounding music. It's by the artist Afex Twin. And the song that I recommend is Q-K-T-H-R. It's just a string of letters, QKT is all caps hr is lowercase and it's all just a five sequence letter combo so that's the song by Aphex twin i'm gonna recommend as well as the other song i'm gonna recommend is pink floyd if so those two songs are kind of my vibe right now more ambient and calm and also a little bit somber and pessimistic in between but with a very, uh, satisfying twang to it. So, uh, thank you for listening to me and lending me an ear. I really appreciate you coming by, however frequent it is to come and hear me talk for a little bit, but I really do appreciate your time and your company. And I hope I was a good friend to you. Thank you for listening to me and I'll see you in the next one. Bye.